All right, everybody. Here we are, coming into week seven. Your fantasy football primer. We've got you everything you need to know. Did you score 158 points this week? I know somebody did, and he's here on the hotline this week. Giving us everything we need to know. The commissioner of all things good. The commissioner that everything bases on. And all you guys are cheating from none other than the Mish. Mishy, how you doing, buddy? Good. I'm doing it. Kabasa, thank you for that wonderful introduction. How you be, Mr. Kabasa? How you be? I'm good, man. I, I put my mud shoes on this week, and I squeaked out a victory. I put my faith in Mason Crosby, who missed five. He missed five field goals the week before, and he came back, and he kicked five field goals this week, and I squeaked one out. You have uh, you not only squeaked one out, but you won your game based on the fantasy football controversy of 2018 and that is where is the 88 buick driving alfred morris not playing in that game for the for the 49ers and brita playing like a man and whoever that backup running back is no one knew everyone in their grandma on the talking head said "Ooh, we got a running back there situation on the 49ers we're going to take them like the biggest talking head, um, um, his name is Barry. I don't know his name on Twitter at Michi 108, Ken Barry, you know, Poison Barry, Quizen Barry. I don't know what his name is, but he's a fantasy football guy on Espen. And he said, I've never been so humiliated, never had a weekend of losing like that in fantasy football. Why? Because coach decided to play the young running backs instead of the old guy who drove the 88 Buick. That's what happened in Green Bay with the 49ers. I'll take you, it. And you were there in Green Bay with the 49ers, with your kicker who absolutely looked drunk the week before, kicking five, 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 five field goals to power Mr. Kabasi to his PSL paid fantasy football win. Glorious. Shocking. It and was. Everyone, everyone, everyone in the, in the, the Twitterverse, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I, I follow a little bit of Twitter at Missy 108, and uh, they were tripping, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> and while they were tripping, Kilbasa was doing a happy dance. Yep. And thank you, Cooper Cup, for getting injured. No, Be- not, not, not. Oh, Be sorry. careful now. Oh, not Be allowed to do now. that. Not Be allowed to do that. Now. Be careful now. Be careful now because you got some good things going on. You got a, you got America's team playing another big game this week. Oh, man. America's want- team you- took a punch in the face. You don't want to put no hexes on yourself, you know. But in fantasy football, Mr. Kilbasa, those things happen. Guys get hurt. And coach's decision on an old running back and your fantasy game was riding on it. Oh, my goodness. Taking guys on Monday night football, Sunday night football. You are so locked into your picks. If that game, if that Packer game was Sunday at 1 o'clock and you knew 15 minutes beforehand that something was up with Alfred Morris, you'd have a chance. To make an adjustment mr kabasa you might not have won your game and seeing it was such a late game anyone who plays fantasy football knows man beware of them late games come on come on. and you know fantasy football can go from thursday night to late on monday that's the best kind of fantasy football weekend full of drama drama i tell you drama 
big drama high drama huh. i snuck out of there but man enough about me down on the bottom how about you making dreams come true yes sir proving all yes, the sir. naysayers destroying yes, somebody who scored 113 points putting your money where your mishy is man and just so. everything Listening. paid off for you last week Listening to my own advice, I do my happy scouting. I want to talk about scouting a little more for fantasy football. But uh, when your guys score touchdowns, and my guys score touchdowns, the uh, man, it's it was it was pretty good. I kept scoring points. I left points on the bench, and I still set a high score for myself, and probably a top five score in our league. As you know, we got a ten team league, America, PSL pay. And we do standard stuff. We have a, a short bench, five five players on the bench, six points for a touchdown. And it's tough scoring 100 points some weeks. And Mishy, yours truly put up a, like a buck 58. And you want to hear the lament, Mr. Kilbasa? The, a lament from a man who had three players <laughs> score over 30 points <laughs> and another yes, one indeed. score 24? <laughs> yes, indeed. The lament is I left. 23 points on the bench. Jeez. And that would have set a league record for points scored. So the coach in, in Michi 108, the coach in, the coach in me said, wow, this could have been really big. But the fact that I beat a team that scored a boatload of points would have won virtually every other game. Man, that's tough. That's, that's tough to take. Yeah. And, you- you made Jameis Winston's 38 points look like child's play. You made Devontae well, Adams' 25 points not even count. We both uh, we've been we both been on that side of it where you have like a great fantasy scoring week, you know. Yeah. And just someone just comes and blows you out. And the thing about it is, people were tripping. You know, you lose a fantasy game. People need to relax. Okay, they got to relax. I hate to sound like Aaron Rodgers here, but you got to relax. You're not playing. Physically, you're not playing. Yeah, you're competing. Me and Kabasa competed a couple weeks ago in a game, and it's fun. But you know, brass tacks, and it's uh, those those are big boys playing that game, and it's not easy. Fantasy football is easy, and it's supposed to be uh, fun. So for all the people gripping, tripping, and wondering what happened to their fantasy season, we are here, you and I, Mr. Kabasa, to help out right in the ship and get everyone on the good foot in week 7 in the National Football League. What do you say we get started, Mr. Kobasa? Where are we going first, Michi? We are going to a sleep fest. We are going to a game that starts uh, tonight. For all of you who are home on a Thursday night, um, perhaps you had date night on a Wednesday. Perhaps it's back-to-school night and someone won't be in the house. Perhaps it's Thursday at the bar with the boys. You will have a chance to see the Denver Broncos play the Arizona Cardinals. Woo. And I'll tell you what, it, I'll tell you what, if there's a good game of pool going on and we can hustle a dollar or two, I might be paying more attention to the young ladies playing pool than I would be to this football game tonight, Mr. Kilbasa. Oh, oh, fantasy football wise, I fantasy football wise, David Johnson, David Johnson, uh-huh, is a must start for the home team in the Cardinals. On the Cardinals, their defense can make big plays, but I don't see it. I don't see it. I can see the running back, Philip Lindsay, 
for the Broncos having a very nice game. And that is really the two fantasy worthwhile players, in my opinion, on that game, the two running backs. I can see the uh, the Denver defense being a little bit better than they generally are because they're playing the one in five Cardinals. And there's not a lot of fantasy love in this game. How do you see this game? I think the Broncos have showed signs of they can be a really good team. This Philip Lindsay guy has showed signs of being a really explosive, really fast running back. You know, Case Keenum has had some good games. So there you go. Josh Rosen, young guy. David Johnson, underperforming. Larry Fitzgerald, how healthy is he? Um, Not really. Yeah. So... This might end up being a good game. I, they've got some, both sides have some players that could surprise you. Yeah, and you know what? The defenses aren't very good either. And I don't care what you say. The Cardinals' defense has holes, and so does the Broncos. If you were going to take a quarterback, you would certainly. I'm going to answer my own question. I'm taking Case Keenum off of Rosen, and if I'm taking a flyer on Case Keenum, and I got you know Mr. Sanders on my bench or on my roster for fantasy football, I, w- I would start him. You know, he's been a play. He's been a very reliable player this year. I, uh, you want a surprise pick in this game? Yes, Mr. I do. Kielbasa, yes, I do. Wise, Ricky Seals-Jones. Oh, my favorite hyphenated <laughs> player. No. There'll be a defensive touchdown for the Denver Broncos in this game. Therefore, being a fantasy surprise and possibly a double-digit score, Get your team right. If you have the Broncos on your roster, if you can buy them cheap as a daily fantasy football player, yeah, man. Other than that, you know, I might go bowling tonight. Wow. What do you say? I I say if you have to have the Broncos D on your team, you're in in dire straits, I think. But why not? Well, it it might be a case where uh, it might be. You know, there are teams, defensive teams in fantasy football you wouldn't expect to score points. But you're playing against a rookie quarterback on a Thursday night game. Von Miller, the guy on the other side, the rookie, they can put some pressure on you. I, I would like the Broncos to win this game. It's not that I would like them to. I can see them winning this game and therefore some value in a couple of the players aside from the running backs. But really, that's 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 that game. Again, let's go bowling tonight, have a couple beverages. What do you say, Mr. Kilbasa? I'd say I can guarantee you that I'm going above a buck fifty on the alley tonight because I'm feeling good because the core workouts nice. I've been doing really has been improved my bowling game. So there you go. If you want to be a better bowler, America, do kettlebell <laughs> exercises because it's all about core strength when you're going you up told there. Me- you told me it was all about the leotard. What? <laughs> well, well, that was uh, that was a different kind of bowling, Michi. <laughs> all right, all right, there we have it. There we... Hey, let's go to England. Let's talk about leotards. What okay, do you think? we're rolling right on. In Wembley, the, the stadium that allegedly has some slick footing because it's built for soccer players. Yes, and the, they usually uh, water it down. You see, your Tennessee Titans. We'll play the Los Angeles Chargers in a early game. Starts 9.30 England time. I'm not sure. I think it start, It could start 9.30 my time. America, what time does that game start on it's, the East Coast? It, it's 9.30. It's 9.30 England time. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, what is that? GMT or something like that? Greenwich Mean Time? That's one of them, yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, I don't I know how many. Are they all in the same time? Are they one time zone? 
Uh, I've been to England. I didn't have a watch at the time. I'm not wearing one now. Didn't need one. <laughs> it's just the way it is. And if I was at this game, I'd be wearing some Charger gear. I'd be wearing some retro Charger gear. I'd be wearing like a John Hadle 21. The yellow, the yellow, the golden pants with the lightning down the side were some of my favorites. The Dan Fouts, Wes Chandler, Bobby Duckworth, Bobby. Chuck Muncie. Chuck um, Muncie with the goggles. Those, oh, that era Chargers uniform was awesome with the dark helmets, the gold pants with the lightning bolt, and the, the dark unis. Richard Jefferson. They had uh yeah. they were like one of they were one of the best teams not to win the Super Bowl. There were some very good football teams back in that let's call it the early eighties. Air Coriel, man. They were they were my favorite non Brown because back back before the Browns got good, you had to have the Browns and then you had to have another team that was actually good to root for. And because of an older kid, my next door neighbor was rooting for the the Chargers at the time I got into the Chargers, man, they were, they, nice. they, they'd lose games 41, 38, but then they'd win games 38, 35. And they were always fun to watch. No, uh, you know, fantasy football was, they called it rotisserie football. And I've heard stories that, uh, Michi like myself would, uh, collect the stats from the Monday newspaper. All right. And hand, hand tally all the scores. And some of the guys lived in different parts of the of the state or different parts of the country. They got together to, to draft, but he would mail the weekly fantasy results to his league mates. Yeah, and, I do it all, and they would do it all again, set their lineup, and mail it back. I Can remember a friend of mine it? doing that. Can you dig it? You and I just have buttons to push. Yeah. Speaking of buttons to push. In England, the Oilers, the Oilers, the Titans are going to get their heads handed to them by the San Diego Chargers. Heads handed to them. I, I got it. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Anytime. No, I, I got I was going to say I'm still feeling the sting from the beatdown that the Chargers put on America's team, the Cleveland Browns, last week. How about that? That was pretty impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Phillip Rivers was taking nothing for an answer. Not no, not yes. He didn't even want to know what you were taking for an answer because he was giving you the answer. We spoke of uh, the potential for the um, Chargers to go from Los Angeles to Cleveland. You know they stayed a little bit in Cleveland, and then they flew to England. And I saw some pictures of their cheerleaders on Twitter, and they were in the rain with their umbrellas. There you have it. At Baldwin Wallace College in Berea, Ohio, practicing for the big jump over the pond. <laughs> Division three powerhouse Baldwin Wallace College. That's fantastic. Hey, now, do they play on Saturdays like you're supposed to? Uh, yeah, they play like it's six fifteen in the morning. Fantastic. <laughs> Bring the dog. Yeah. Bring the biscuits and some coffee and some donuts. Man, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Could in you imagine packing for that trip though? You leaving San Diego. Going to Cleveland, kicking their ass, staying in town for a few days, then going all the way to England, playing another game, and then flying, what, almost halfway around the world to get home. And they have a bye week, of course, next week. They deserve but it. But it's as if the Chargers are on a business trip, and it's going to be a business trip. Fantasy football-wise, we trust 
Philip Rivers, as you said. We trust Mr. Gordon because he's just great this yeah, year of scoring fantasy points. Yeah. And I'm going to put a little more faith in Keenan Allen as the wide receiver. Last week we spoke. We didn't have a lot of love for Keenan. We picked, if I remember, which Williams brother would have a bigger game for the Chargers. And you picked T. Williams, and I picked the, the rookie or the second-year player. And you he paid off big time, Mr. Kielbasa. I think I owe you like a sandwich or something for that. <laughs> Is that was, was that one of the sandwich ones we had? I can't remember. We made so many wagers. I'm going to have to go to the tape and get the recording. Uh, America, if anyone remembers, please uh, hit me at, at Mishy108 or hit Mr. Cobasa. Actually, I think I can need, look it up real quick here. We need some accounting on that. I'll tell you what. So, again, we like those three guys from the Chargers. We don't like anybody from Tennessee. If you got to, you got Deion Lewis on your roster, okay, that's fine. But otherwise, we don't see uh, – you know, even though Tennessee is three and three and tied for first place in their division, they're going the wrong way. And I can see the Chargers defense having a nice game as well. You feel like taking a flyer on a cheap defense, pick up the Chargers. It's almost going to be like a home game. Can you imagine going to England and everyone in England wanted to be in Southern California? Therefore, it's going to be like a home game for the Chargers. And they'll probably have more fans at Wembley than they do at their home games. Which is sad. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Hey, I have a I have a prediction, Mr. Kilbasa. Mm-hmm. I'd like everyone to write it down. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yep. In five years or less, the Chargers will be back in San Diego. You heard it here first, America. I wonder if I, I think they don't they have like the fourth fourth most expensive PSL price the chargers do and i i think they're like they're the odd man out or the odd team out when it comes to la football la people are so finicky about their sports and i guess it, it seems like everybody else got on the on the bandwagon for With the rams because rams. Rams, certainly if i remember my afl history correctly somehow the chargers did begin in los angeles and migrated to san diego early in the 60s mm-hmm. now people can look that one up or i can but i'm not going to that's the way my memory tells me it is so it's san diego to los angeles is not you know you're not going to ride your bicycle very often to, to for that trip you got to get in your vehicle and it's like a different part of the world san diego as wonderful as it is the chargers belong in san diego so on twitter when this is over i'm going to put a petition and I'm going to give 50 cents, and we want everyone, whoever watched football, to send 50 cents to get the Chargers back in San Diego, and we'll finish. We'll finish figuring out the logistics of that. Well, but, didn't didn't they leave because they wanted a new stadium and they wouldn't give it to them? Sounds about right. Isn't that why Art Modell left Cleveland? God damn it! Isn't that why the Baltimore Colts left Indianapolis? And it's. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I I think it's good that they you give them give them five years because here's what I think is going to happen. Everything's going to change if and when they when they get in the new stadium and if the Rams go in the tank and the Chargers remain good. If the Chargers end up becoming the better team and they're both playing in this you know palace of a new stadium, I think you might actually see. You know, LA fans are bandwagoners. They could jump on the the Chargers bandwagon and leave the Rams. With, that's just Kielbasa like that. talking America. America, that's at Johnny Kielbasa talking right there. At me, bro. At me, bro. Get <laughs> 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 some, Mr. Kielbasa. 
Hey, can I modify the language of that uh, that particular wager? Go ahead. The Chargers will be back in San Diego before A, Philip Rivers retires, and B, before he Philip Rivers has his tenth child. <laughs> How many is he and up to now? Uh, Six or eight? What is it? Mr. and Mrs. Rivers, God bless them. Wonderfully blessed family. Has eight children. Jeez. You know, that's what how that's what happens when you're home for uh eight nights a, a year, man. It's just <laughs> you get your loving in and things happen. And uh if that's the only loving they ever had, what a blessing. What a blessing. Blessing schmessing. <laughs> Buy some condoms. Ah, <laughs> hey, we're not talking about the Cromarty guy who has baby mamas everywhere. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, because there's there's issues with raising children. And it sounds to me like they have a very um, supportive and loving uh, family there at the San Diego Chargers, at the Los Angeles Chargers. Mr. and Mrs. Rivers, they couldn't have, uh, they, you know, talk about a great life. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's take let's take Philip Rivers. Let's take Philip Rivers in Wembley to do what? Let's take Philip Rivers to have an average game. Let's take Melvin Gordon to have a good game. Let's give uh, Mr. Eckler a surprise touchdown on the ground. Yeah, maybe in the air to give uh, to give Mr. Rivers like a 24-25 point fantasy game. Perfect if you got a quarterback on a bye. The first guy we've come across, too, by the way. If you need a quarterback and you have a couple options, Mr. Rivers is a good option. Can we go to a game where I don't like any of the options at quarterback start? Let's go. In Jacksonville, the Texans, the, a home team in a dome at 3-3, three and three, tied for first place, are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are three tied for first place. And neither of these teams right now are very good what happened to the jaguars mr kilbasa let's start right there well what the, happened the first them? thing was leonard fournette's hamstring and the second thing is tj yeldon's ankle so the vaunted defense can only be so vaunted when they're on the field all day they uh that happens every year in the national football league every year and they're being exploited sure but as you just said, for, this is Fournette's team. This is not Blake Bortles' team. And that's uh, painfully obvious. But that's what they're built for. And the fact that neither of those guys are healthy, especially Fournette, because he's pretty dynamic. And, man, they got tough times in Jayville, brother. Didn't we talk about Fournette in one of the early shows? Well, yeah, How, because because uh, he led me. To, his injury helped me beat the Flying Savant in week two. A keeper, by the way. Fournette is a keeper keeper kind of guy. Right now, how high off the fantasy bust list is Fournette from the top? Uh, well, I mean, can you? I don't think you can call somebody a bust just because of their hamstring, man. I don't know. Well, how about this? Week seven is halfway through the fantasy football regular season. Okay. Well, okay, that's and a bust for, in that context. Yes. It, well, that's our that is our context. You know what I'm saying? You know I, what I'm saying. I stand corrected. That is the context. So he is, to me, he's got a big bust on it. In this game, the Texans and the Jaguars, we're supposed to see uh, a couple of defenses that are doing well. I think that this would be that kind of game. I think, uh, I, do you trust anyone on the Jaguars fantasy-wise this week? 
Well, I I just took TJ Yeldon out of my starting lineup, so I'm going to say I just want to say James O'Shaughnessy just for the sake of saying James O'Shaughnessy. (laughs) Yeah. James, say that name again for me. O'Shaughnessy. James O'Shaughnessy. Isn't that his name? Is he He from Brookline, Massachusetts? Sounds like he either plays wide receiver or tight end. Uh, Yeah. One or the other, depending on the uh, situation. Is there any? Uh, all right, so he is your fantasy wild card in this game, O'Shaughnessy. That's perfect, by the way. Yeah. That's one more. That's one more fantasy wild card than I got. Well, he, uh, of course, he's set to miss another practice, so he was limited in practice yesterday. Um, he had uh, he had twenty nine yards. He's he's good for about thirty yards. So no, don't take him. I'm just messing around because I just want to say O'Shaughnessy. Hey James O'Shaughnessy. Oh Jimmy O'Shaughnessy. That's Bobby's brother. Bobby and Tommy. You know Bobby and Tommy, right? Bobby and Tommy O'Shaughnessy. I used to bowl with their mother on Tuesday mornings when nobody else knew about it. Something like yes. that. America at Johnny Kilbasa. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. O'Shaughnessy, I'm sure you wonderful people <laughs> at Johnny Kilbasa. They're very proud of their son, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, that's fantastic. Now, if Mr. O'Shaughnessy, we're gonna we're gonna find him on Twitter and we're gonna friend him on Twitter, someone in his family, and uh, they'll be hearing from us because I'm gonna play back that particular part of of this podcast. Do you think in this game the Texans defense? Or the Jaguars' defense will score more fantasy points. Texans' defense or the Jaguars' defense? Jaguars got they got to have they got to be mad, and uh, the Texans' defense they're good. Jeez, yeah, we might see a we might see a nine six game here if both of these if both of these defenses show up and Blake has a you know below average game and Deshaun can't find Alfred Blue on that little flare out pass you know d you know we said this last week we had a little uh back and forth Deshaun watson is physically been beaten up showed again last week and there's something about that team about finishing in the red zone if their kicker is available you know i had him as a starter for myself last week he won't help win me the game help score me a boatload of points but the 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 team from houston is a field goal kicking team and I think that the defenses are the best play in this game. And, again, not much trust. If I'm watching this game on a nice day in Jacksonville, I'm kind of wondering why I'm not at the beach. Speaking of a day in the beach, Mr. Kielbasa. I love a day at the beach, Mishy. Let's go to Philadelphia. Your favorite city <laughs> outside of New Jersey. <laughs> Is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> In Philadelphia, the Carolina Panthers are taking their three and two record, second place team, against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl champs at three and three. I uh, I know that you have Eagle players on your fantasy roster, and we're going to um, begin there. But first, last week I said some things about Mr. Wentz. I didn't think he would be ready for six to eight weeks, and Mishy's math was actually pretty horrible because even though it was like week six of the season i had him uh coming around this week next week but the return of wentz to me is a big boom for any fantasy players 
that can catch the ball on the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. And their defense is going to need that. Corey Clement is the running back. I was wrong last week with Mr. Smallwood. Mr. Clement is the running back. If you need one, find him, find him, because the Eagles are going to start playing some better football. They have a 3-3 three and three record now. They're not going to lose for a while. And Cam Newton and his Panthers, ain't nothing they can do about it. I can see this game 27-23, a closer game, because, you know, Panthers are not a bad football program. But the Eagles are going to win this game. And fantasy-wise, sir, I like Mr. Wentz a lot. One more time. I like your guy, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I like your guy, Mr. Ertz. The Eagles' D would be a nice play because Cam Newton seems to throw an interception. And, uh, of course, the kickers for both teams. And specifically with, with the Panthers, I think McCaffrey is the only guy I trust here, fantasy-wise. And I'm not, uh, even though Cam Newton was rated as a top five quarterback going into the season, I just don't see it. You know, speaking of having like a boatload of children, Cam Newton just had another child. And I got the feeling that this young man, who's now about five weeks old, is keeping Cam up at night. Okay. Mm. And as a consequence, he's going to enjoy his trip out to Philadelphia, but the family's going to be on the phone, bugging Cam, getting in his head. And he's going to be going to the line of scrimmage saying, Pampers two, Pampers three, hut, hut, go. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I can see him making a mistake or two for the sheer distraction of it. This leads me to a question I have for you. Certainly, certainly. What's your philosophy on having two guys from the same offense on one fantasy team, generally speaking? If, if they're a high-scoring team, you got no problem. You know, we talked in the past, they call it uh, stacking now. But oh. in the past, we, we called it a combo. And it would be your quarterback to your wide receiver. Back in, the, back in the day, for a little background for anyone new, it was Culpepper to Moss. Culpepper to Moss, circa 1998. And you had those two guys as your combo. You were in like Flynn, as we would say. So in New Jersey, we would say in like Doug Flynn, second baseman for the Mets back in the day. And the idea is to get those boatload of points at one time. There were times when Ben Roethlisberger to Antonio Brown, you know, that's just on touchdowns in a six-point-per-touchdown league. That's 12 points in a hurry. Add the yardage, and you can have 18-point swings. And – couple weeks ago we spoke about hexy losing in um terrible fashion he went ahead in that game by his combo as as everyone knows roethlisberger to uh brown lost that game a little bit later in the second half when the steelers sucked but the combo i like having multiple guys there are times for instance if you've got chiefs or if you got rams you got some good ball players. You could take a boatload of them. It's easier to predict on that team than say when we come up to the New England Patriots, because picking like say wide receivers on New England is going to become very difficult. It used to be like picking their running backs. But I like it. And you have two pass catchers on the Eagles, do you not? Yeah, I got Ertz and Alshon. So both showed up last week for you, did they not? Oh man, they were huge. Huge. And that's because Mr. Mr. Wentz is back being a tremendous quarterback, and he's still got a very good football team. I can see the Eagles going on a roll. 
again, in this game, it's just going to be a little bit closer. There'll be 27-23, enough fantasy points to go around. Got them, start them. Let's move on to another game on the East Coast. What do you think? Let's go. I can think we might be going to beautiful New Jersey to see what's going on there. It's going to be a breezy day on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. All the East Coast teams will have a little bit of breeze. But the Minnesota Vikings are coming to New Jersey to play my J-E-T-S Jets. You going to the game? (laughs) Um, No, there'll be too many Viking fans there. No, I'm not going. I'm going to be watching America's team, and I'll be watching the Jet game. Those will be my games. Gotcha. And uh, this Vikings... uh, this Vikings team, who really knows what they are? Can you tell me right now this is the team we expect? They're going to be fine? Or are you going to say like they can they can come back and play another tie game on the road? What well, do you think about this early Vikings team, Mr. Kielbasa? Well, the one thing that I've been watching is another yet another hamstring throughout the NFL. What are these guys doing? Why can't you you know stretch out? I don't care if you're making it. You're you're not you're never too rich to stretch, guys. Okay, for you nah, young NFL people. Dalvin Cook, Dalvin. Oh yeah, you you teach. You'll have them running backwards from New Jersey to Philadelphia and back, right? Um, they call them seventeens, and not basket to basket, but sideline to sideline. You go forward once, you backpedal back to your original line, the sideline, and you have to do that cycle seventeen times. Wow. We start there, and you're and you're and you're clocked. But for you know, first the technique of falling, and then working on this really the muscle group, and that's what they've been doing with your boy, Mr. Cook. And I'm to understand Mr. Cook is coming back today, uh, Sunday rather. Full practice that yesterday. Tells, that is true, and that tells me that we're going to see the Vikings that we thought we were going to see, at least on offense. On defense, I think I have no idea what to think of their defense, but. On offense, a healthy Cook, who I understand could have played last week. If you have him on your roster, and I know you do, Mr. Kilbasa. I do. I would uh, continue to follow the injury report and know that it's going to be a breezy day in the Meadowlands, breezy day in the swamp. And if Cook is healthy, he's going to touch the ball at least 18, 19 times. The Jets give up yards on the ground. I think the Jets, on, on the flip side, my Jets, on offense are all kinds of beat up. Um, Mr. Uh, Dude Wipe himself, Isaiah Crowell, is banged up. Um, the only healthy wide receivers for the Jets are going to be Mr. Curse and Mr. Anderson. For a fantasy flyer, if you think the Jets can score against the Vikings, D, Curse and Anderson are the only healthy wide receivers for the Jets. That's it. And a banged up running back, rookie quarterback, and a Vikings team that are going to get their balance back, I could see the Vikings on the road and embarrassing my Jets in the Meadowlands this week. Once again, Michy picking against his own team. (laughs) (laughs) I think think the Minnesota Vikings hype will start picking up some steam as as, as, uh, Dalvin Cook comes back into the lineup. I think that... uh, Stephon Diggs has been a fantasy uh, – I'm going to call Diggs a bust right now because Thielen is having a phenomenal season, and Diggs is yet to catch fire. So, for instance, if someone's looking to sucker trade someone for a little potential, 
and I can see I can get Stefan Diggs cheap, I would look to swing a deal for Mr. Diggs because I can see the Vikings sort of becoming that powerhouse that everyone anticipated them to be moving forward in the second half of the season. And if you can find those guys on your fantasy team, like if you have Cook and if you can get the quarterback, if you have the uh, the running back and get one of those wide receivers, that might be an interesting play because the, the Vikings will come around and it's going to start this week against my Jets. I think I that just, you might I, – I just I just looked up Stephon Diggs' stats, and I might have to take a little bit of uh, issue with that. I, I wouldn't say he's a bust, but I'll tell you what he hasn't done. He hasn't scored touchdowns. But, I mean, he's had two 100-yard games and a 90-yard receiving game. He just had three, you know, not-so-hot games, but just no touchdowns. I mean, just because you don't score touchdowns, does that mean you're a bust? I mean, I guess it could in our league, a non-PPR league. But, you know, Stephon Diggs, man, I don't know. And, 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 if you they, have that stat, to, that particular um, bit of statistic tells me that half the time Stephon Diggs will be productive for you, minus the touchdowns. There are plenty of guys. Deshaun Jackson has 17 point games. There are guys doing Alshon Jeffrey now that he has a quarterback is putting up 17 point games. The the mark of a one and a guy you want is a wide receiver one. Diggs is not scoring touchdowns. Julio Jones is putting incredible numbers up. He's not scoring touchdowns. Hot dog, man. That was a, that that's uh at least an hour version of fantasy football, and I think mo- a lot of them. Those six points per touchdown really mean something. And, yes, I know it's hard for me to say that, but if Diggs was doing as Diggs should be doing, he'd have two or three touchdowns on top. And then that those three games where he had 35 yards, if you put a touchdown on in there, he gets nine points. And then you can say, all right, all right, he's doing his work. He's getting his he, – fantasy-wise, he's working for me. I And – uh this week against the Jets, I can see Mr. Diggs doing some work. You can get him cheaper. You got him. Start. If you got Vikings, start him this week. How's that, Mr. Kielbasa? Stefan Diggs as Stefan does, bruh. Gets up. And I'm going to be not happy watching this. But in the New York metro area, we are going to call that, oh, the quarterback's going to have to get growing pains or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know. You know, his Huskies are a little too short now. Don't worry. They call them high waters, Mom. It's okay. <laughs> they wear them like, now, like that now. It's very, like, cool dude. New York City working uh, cool dudes. Doctor Who trying to wannabe guys with the short trousers and the mod look. I don't get it. I was too uh, young for the mod look, and here it's come back. <laughs> I don't even want. I don't even want to know the opinion that you have on it, Mr. Kibasa. Well, I've my, I <laughs> my calves have always been too big to fit into skinny jeans. So there you go. I could never Mr. get into. Them. You never would know, America. You'd never know that his New York Jets are only one game away from the top of the AFC East, and. Uh, yet another week will be going by, and they will be able to become possibly tied for first place in the AFC East, Michi. Your Jets. Yes, and something is going to have to happen. Certainly Miami is going to have to lose a game. The Patriots are going to have to lose a game, and the Jets are going to have to beat the Vikings. But unless you tell me in, in, in simple New Jersey speak how the Jets are going to beat the Vikings, I'm not buying it. Come on, man. Give it to me. Make me feel good about my team. 
Yeah, I'll How tell you. It's going to be divisive. Sam Darnold's going to come out and have the game that he's capable of. He showed he showed glimpses of being a really good quarterback. And Bilal, dude, Bilal Powell and Isaiah Crowell are a they are a great rushing tandem right now. If they can move the ball and they can score and they can hold the Vikings to you know under 20, uh, 21 or under, and they score twenty eight, man, that's how they can do it. Bring it on, Mr. Kibasi. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. You want to uh, you want to put a, a a lunch item on that? Yeah, and we as we get to our um, last week's lunch item, which was uh, Julio Jones over under yes. three touchdowns yes. for the, yes. the Falcons. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Julio, what have you done? Why have you forsaken me, Julio? I can't wait uh. for my. Barbecue and mac and cheese from my favorite place on earth, the Rusty Nail, man. Can't wait. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. That is actually, I'm not going to mind that one at all. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's go a little uh, Dax syndrome on you and say, I'll take Devin Cook, and you can have both Jet running backs, and I'm going to score more fantasy points than you do. With Dalvin Cook from the from the Vikings? Correct. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm going to be betting against my. I'm hedging my bet against my own fantasy guy who's sitting on the bench right now. I don't know, but I think I might have to put him in because Jordan Howard hasn't done anything. So. And America, this is this is an example of Kabasa getting a crayon out in about ten minutes and saying, "Did Michi really say that?" (laughs) And he'll check the he'll check the wall where the crayon markings usually go, and it'll be right there close to the top because I just said it. Yes, sir. Mr. Cook is a super fantasy play this week. Super. Adam Thielen, super play. Vikings defense, super play. And you got Kirk Cousins? Start him. And, of course, uh, Mr. Diggs, if you got him, start him. I'm, again, I'm starting all of them. I want to talk about the game of the week in the National Football League, Mr. Kielbasa. All righty, let's go. Dun, 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 dun. The Patriots, your New England Patriots, are playing the Chicago Bears. Now, America, I call them Mr. Boston, your New England Patriots, because a couple weeks ago, Mr. Kilbasa said on these uh, these very podcasts that the Patriots are not going to lose again this year. And lo and behold, tale of two seasons. Three weeks ago, the Patriots were awful. Yours truly had them dead, buried, making jokes about everyone getting old at the same time, the quarterback, the coach, and the tight end. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I wrong. And they have uh, transformed their team in a blink in season. And, Mr. Kabasi, you were all over that, and your faith in that uh, is remarkable because because I hate them. I hate Now I'm back to hating them. And this week the Patriots are playing the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are interesting to me, Mr. Kibasa, because they are either going to be a good team and they're getting it. We spoke of that often over over the the last few weeks. And they have a great test this time against the Patriots. On the injury report, is Khalil Mack practicing or not practicing for the Chicago Bears? The difference maker, the MVP, Khalil Mack. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. No, he did not practice. He did not practice on Wednesday. But I got to tell you what, if he's breathing, he's playing. You understand? 
Yeah, I understand. He's if he's breathing, he's playing, and he has some bulletin board material this week from none other than the hoodie himself. What the hoodie have to say about? Uh, he said. Matt? He said. Somebody compare? Would you compare Khalil Mack to Lawrence Taylor? And hoodie was like, no, you don't compare. You don't compare anybody to Lawrence Taylor. There's everybody else, and then there's <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. You don't compare anybody. Lawrence Taylor is on a level by himself. We're on. We're on to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's just in that monotone. Can I tell you what uh, what Michy said just a week and a half ago to an Oakland Raider fan? <laughs> Certainly. This particular guy was wearing a Raider cap, and he was buying something, and I was buying something, and we were at the store. And I said, "Can you, you know, Chucky this, Chucky that?" And he goes, "Chucky sucks." And I said, "I agree. It's like trading Khalil Mack." It's like the Giants trading Lawrence Taylor. He goes, yes, it is. And I could, I had no other constellation for him, Mr. Kielbasa. There was nothing I could say. So the hoodie trying to put that bulletin board shit up, well, he's got my attention now. Now I'm even rooting for the Bears in this game. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Come on. Yeah. I I can see a high-scoring game here. What about you, Mr. Kielbasa? <sighs> Yes, and I, I'm really I've been disappointed on Jordan Howard all year, and I keep wondering that you know they had their bye week, was hoping he would do something out of that. He didn't do anything. Did nothing. He fumbled. He yeah. fumbled last week. Sixty nine yards rushing, fumble loss, four points. He had I mean he had a decent game, he had ten points in week one, fourteen points in week three, but ever since then I mean he's done nothing. nothing. So I don't know, and- man. Uh, Mr. Cohen, you, can you pronounce his first name? That running back in, on the Bears? Yeah, Tariq. Tariq. I don't know. It's spelled. Yeah, I just keep pronouncing it wrong. So, Tarek? Mr. Cohen. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just I called him Tank. Oh. Okay, I missed a couple <laughs> letters in my dyslexia. You got the first one and the last one, and that's all you. And, and then I kind of put the A and the N together on that's my great. own. Right, Tank. I like so it. So I've been call, I've been calling him Tank Cohen, and I know it's not his name. That's why I've, I'm going to call him Tank Cohen on this show. Tank Cohen has been the running back to have for the Chicago Bears. He uh, damn it. He fits he fits a certain bill a, a speed model, and the Chicago Bears need that speed model to work. I like uh, I like this game for a lot of points to be scored here. I like that. Uh, I like that I picked up Mitchell Trubisky as part of my bye week pickup, guys. And I think that uh, Mitchell Trubisky and the rest of the Bears will spread the ball around. And the Patriots are going to have to score some points. Much like we saw last week, you can see 30-some-odd points. And we were dead on last week in that Kansas City Patriot game mm-hmm. by saying the first by, you know, 40 points might not be enough to win that game. Yep. Right here on the Sausage Hot. You betcha. And that was probably that was probably the best we were at last week. Forty points to win that game. That was a good call. But this is going to be another high scoring game, and I can see players. You know, you like your running back there. I see Tank Cohen as being a running back to have. I really do. Um, I like Trubisky here. My question though is, what wide receiver for the Bears would you play? I mean to tell you, you're going to take Gabriel Miller or Mr. Robinson. Mm-hmm. You don't know. It's risky. 
on the other side of the football, the Patriots, who used to say, well, what Patriot running back are we going to trust this week? We don't know. The hoodie will let us know as the game goes on. I think the wide receiver situation in New England is going to be, man, they got four guys and Gronkowski. Who's going to get the touches? And that leads me to say, you want Tom Brady? You want to go with a Hall of Famer? Put Tom Brady on the road. He's not going to be troubled that much by the Bears D. And the Bears offense, I think, will have very little problem with the Patriot defense. The question is the wide receivers who are going to score points here. I cannot put my finger on it. And I am just going to put my uh, pen down, my marker down, and say touchdowns from the Chicago Bear wide receiver will come from Mr. Robinson. And we'll go to the touchdowns that shouldn't happen. I can't predict to. Corderell Patterson. Your boy, Philip Dorsett. Oh. <laughs> Cordell Patterson. Now, but that would be, do you see that? That's the example, Mr. Kobasa. Who Who is going to catch the ball? So you have Gronkowski on your team. You have to start him. You love Sonny Michelle right now, don't you? If you're a running back. Old Sonny uh, Mitchell. And, and you were in need. Sonny Mitchell, thank you. And uh, Sonny Mitchell, you love if you have him on your team. And the Bears defense may shut Mr. Uh, Sony down a little bit. But much like we've said over the last few weeks, Mr. Michelle, Sony Michelle, is going to be an 80-plus yard rusher with a rushing touchdown. It's fantasy gold if you picked him up earlier superior. If somehow he's still sitting on your bench, Mr. Toad in our league, start him. And Don't tell him that. i got to play him this week. Uh, I need I, bleep, I need bleep, some bleep, I need some bleep, breaks. I'm taking I'm taking it back. Bleep 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 bleep. Edit that tape out, Mr. Gilbasa. <laughs> Edit that tape right from now. So you you can say Brady. You can say you got to start Gronkowski, and then it's you know okay you got the running back. And I think similarly for the Bears, you can have the quarterback. You take the tight end, Mr. Burton, who should have a nice game against the Eagles. You drafted him high enough. Take him or start him rather, and. You know, I could see Tank Cohen being a, a a player, a big player in this game. And I would like the Bears very much to win this game at home. And your Patriots, who's never going to lose again this year, to take this defeat. And that's what I see. And the players I described, I wouldn't take either of the defenses here. I really wouldn't. And that should be a pretty good ball game. Yeah. I'm going to watch that game if I can, it's, for sure. It'll be better for everybody. It'll be better for the world if the Bears win this game. Now, wouldn't that be nice if the Bears, the old-school NFL team playing new-school NFL type of football? Think of it. The Bears want to play like the Kansas City Chiefs. That's where their head coach is from, the Kansas City Chiefs. And you saw what the Chiefs did to the Patriots. It was a really good game. And very exciting game. The Bears' defense is better than Kansas City's. If that style of offense can expose the Patriots to 40 points, you know, Trubisky is a super play, especially in a bye week. He's my pickup quarterback in a bye week. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And, you know, Tom Brady's on someone's roster, so you don't have to worry about it. Can we we go to a dome game, sir? Let's go into the dome. In Indianapolis. The Buffalo Colts, hello, the Buffalo Bills play the Indianapolis Colts. And 
I don't, I, you know, there's fantasy guys here. Did you know, I think if you could look this up, tell me who the starting quarterback is for the Buffalo Bills this week, please. None other than 2007 Pro Bowler with the Cleveland Browns, the ageless one, Derek Anderson. The it is you know I wasn't sure if I saw Kenny Anderson I you know Derek <laughs> Derek Anderson and yeah. I had I just couldn't believe what my eyes now what number did he wear was he number five uh, I think it was three with the Browns number three with the Browns Derek now you can you can lie to America but is not Derek Anderson older than you <laughs> that would uh, yeah he's he's pretty he's thirty five. And you know what? I mean, when you don't play, when you're a backup quarterback that hardly ever plays, why not play for 15, 400 years? He's his 14th year, 35 years old out of where? Oregon State, the Beavers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. (laughs) I'd give, I'll give a free cheeseburger to anybody who starts Derek Anderson this week. America, America, America. Derek Anderson is your fantasy sleeper of all time this week. <laughs> and the hamburgers are coming from Mr. Kilbasa, who's, I believe you're on a hamburger quest coming up. Is that not correct? Yeah, there's hamburgers. There's a hamburger contest going on around here, and I'm trying to eat them all. So, How many hamburgers have you had today? Um, I've had, I think I've had six in the last 24 hours. So I'm, really? ju- I'm judging a hamburger contest, yeah. It never stops for Johnny Kobasa. You know, I got to do these things. I got to make these appearances. You know, the fast food review ain't paying the bills, bro. Yeah, but it does pay. Uh, it does keep the waistline kind of kind of jiggly, yeah. doesn't it? Keeps the nutrition coming in. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've seen. I've seen the jiggle. Oh wait, that was me. That was me. Wouldn't it be great <laughs> if? Wouldn't it be great if Derek Anderson just came in and threw for hundred yards and Shady goes crazy, and all of a sudden you wish you had Charles Clay as your tight end. <laughs> That would be a fantasy football heaven. And for those listening, um, I would ask Mr. Kabasa to talk a little slower. You're saying that the Bills quarterback, the Bills RB1, Shady McCoy, and the Bills tight end, Mr. Clay. It's not Henry Clay. What's his name? Chuck. Charles Clay. It's Charles to me and you, my friend. Charles to me and you. Mr. Clay is going to go off. Man, that would be... That would be superior. You combine that with a couple of high-end running backs like Todd Gurley and you daily fantasy football players that have a conniption. But in this game, you can see the Colts and the Bills kind of playing the kind of playing a bad game. People stream their defenses to play against the Buffalo. And this week, people have streamed, believe it or not, the Indianapolis Colts defense to play against the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills are averaging about 11 points a game mm. this season. And now they're going to our man, Derek Anderson. You know, the football gods have a sense of humor. Derek Anderson throws three touchdowns and 350 yards. And Andrew Luck has to outduel the old man, Derek Anderson. I would like to propose, football gods, that America is listening and we're all saying this to you. Derek Anderson for the week will be the fantasy surprise player for the next 10 years. <laughs> you heard it here first, America. Don't sleep on the ageless one. 
Probably and, and, you know, bagging groceries last week. Probably if he can make it through the first quarter without pulling a a, a quad or getting you, destroyed, he might have something to do. Can you imagine the value of his Cleveland Brown playing card when he played with the Cleveland Browns after this game? Yeah. You might be able to get a cup of coffee with it after this game. Eight cents to like nine and a half cents, but it'll be a legendary thing. And you won't want to sell it. Neither will your grandchildren. And on you, the Colts. On the Colts. You've got to love our man Andrew Luck. Even against the good Buffalo defense. And um, Michigan. And if you care to dare to dream. Dare uh, to yet, dream. yet another AFC East possibility could that, be that, that, that this matter. weekend could end with the Buffalo Bills. Just one game out. Of the lead in the AFC East. Boy, oh boy. With Derek really? Anderson riding high. That's fantastic. You see, that would not only be compelling NFL drama, but that would be tremendous fantasy football. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I just swallowed some water. But that would be tremendous. T.Y. Hilton is coming back for the Colts this week and for everyone who forgot about ty hilton he's the number one kids and if you got him consider playing him especially with the four teams say for instance you have a packer wide receiver you got ty hilton and you've been holding on to him ty hilton is a play the kid mac the running back the colts is going to be a player if for some reason you need a running back play him if you have a bye week play him if uh, a bye week guy play mr mac and if you can get him cheap in your daily work or your daily game, play him. I think the Colts will take care of the Bills on any other Sunday. But now that Derek Anderson is there, let's call this game 35-32 Buffalo. Wow, a shootout in Indiana. Why not? Why not? Fantastic. Love and life. And here I was thinking that the Buffalo Bills are going to tank. Come on, man. I appreciate the love you put in my heart there, Mr. Kielbasa. No tanking when you're only one game out in the AFC East, man. I know. There you go. So good things to happen to him. Speaking of good things, can we talk about hashtag America's team? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's head south. Dun, 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 dun. Let's get some better weather. To the best uh, girly bars in America, I've been told. I've been told. Tampa Bay, where you're Cleveland Browns. America's team take on take on famous Jameis and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would like you, Mr. Kilbasa, to break this down and give me some fantasy love. What am I going to be looking at here? What do you say about your home team? America's team stands at yet another crossroads, man. We are on the precipice of this season coming really to an early end after we had two a couple great weeks of being America's team and everything you would want to come with that. Baker Mayfield riding high. And then as every quarterback does that decides to run for the sidelines, sooner or later they run for the sidelines and something bad happens, especially if you're a Cleveland Brown. It happened to RG3. It happened to Baker Mayfield last week. He tweaked his ankle running over the first down marker, and he wasn't the same ever since. But he's a tough kid. 
It's just a matter of having that. You got to have that back plant foot because he he drops back and he fires it. And if your ankle, if you even think about your ankle for a hundredth of a second, you're not going to be able to make that pinpoint shot down the field to Jarvis Landry because last week. Yeah, I mean the the whole the whole the whole team. I mean the whole team is centered around Baker Mayfield doing well, and Bake just wasn't. I mean it. It just goes to show you that if you're not a hundred percent, you're you're at ten percent. There's nothing in between when when you got to think about doing that, especially if you're a quarterback. And Jameis Winston is on fire. He is on fire, and our Browns defense has got a bunch of. Ugh, man, we got a bunch of injuries. We just brought in Damian Ratley off the street of streets of Baltimore. So hopefully that'll give us something else to do. You know, maybe if Antonio Callaway decides that he's going to catch a football this week, we might have a chance. But man, oh man, it ain't looking good because the Browns are heading in a downward slope and the Buccaneers are they're hot and they're going to be at home. Um, the doctor's office is officially open and America, what you just heard right now were confessions of a Cleveland Brown fan. Normally this confidential material, but it had to be shared. Mr. Kill Bossa. A little while ago, I had to prep you up with the New York football. You had to get me up for my jets. Yeah. May I return, may I return the favor with America's team going to play Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Please do. Please do. Baker Mayfield, Mayfield Mania, or famous Jameis. Who's going to score more fantasy points this week? This year? This week. Oh, uh, Jameis. Jameis is going to score a lot of points. You are so incorrect. You are so incorrect. Baker Mayfield is going to score three touchdown passes and about 280 yards passing. He's going to do the math. And then he's going to run the ball for another 15 to 25 yards. Yeah. America's team yeah. is going to find a way to control the line of scrimmage. Fantasy football wise, this is going to be running back by committee. And if you got Carlos Hyde, okay. If you got Duke Johnson, I don't think so. And if you got Mr. Chubb, well, there's a wild card if you're if you're really hurting. But your Browns running backs are a big problem. The other big problem is your depth at wide receiver. Mr. Landry was focused on and shut down last week. You said Callaway had a bad game. He certainly did. You got injuries at wide receiver. I love my man, the big chief, playing tight end for your team in this game. If I was going to start one Cleveland Brown, I would start your tight end. The Joe Cool, the big chief. The big chief. Hashtag America's team. (laughs) And because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now Jameis Winston's team, the hot and cold famous Jameis will show his face at home. I think that you're beleaguered and you just bemoaned your Browns defense, Mr. Kibba. I'm pumping you up by saying that. I appreciate it. You're beleaguered and bemoaned. That was good, man. If I had a pencil, I'd write, give me a crayon, man. Um, Cleveland Brown defense will make famous Jameis's life a little more difficult. Yes, without your hurt and linebacking core. Yes, with all the question marks that you guys guys got coming off the streets of Baltimore. But your defense is good enough. Your coaches are good enough. And I think your Browns, again, are going to take a step towards maturity. 
The running backs will control this game, and Mayfield will do enough. The defense will do enough. And famous Jameis will throw the ball to Deshaun Jackson as opposed to Mike Evans enough to make a mistake or two. And I can see your Browns not only winning this game, but you feeling much better about Dr. John's psychology when it comes to America's team. What do you say, Mr. Kielbasa? I say I like your prognostication, Mishy. Thank and you. I'm really nervous, but I've, I guess I've been pretty nervous going into every game. And if we lose this, this is a huge game for the Browns because if we lose this game, man, it can go. We can go right back down to the gutter and start making phone calls to people we haven't talked to in a while and saying, "Meet me under the bridge, bro." Because, I got you. I got you. I got you. You've heard. You've heard from my cousin Vito. He leaves uh, t- email. The email. I told him text. They te- Vito texts. He goes, oh, I just got email. I said, hey, under the bridge, midnight with Kielbasa. He goes, yeah, I've been there. (laughs) One more thing. I don't want to go, man. I don't want to go to the bridge. Don't want to (laughs) go under the bridge. (laughs) One more. That's, uh, again, you can see, I can see your Browns maturing. And um, winning this ballgame, I think that fantasy-wise for the Buccaneers, for all their Fitzmagic time in the past, the best player on their team this week might be their kicker. Believe it. The Browns will take care of business and will be a lower scoring game. Tight ends, the tight end from the Browns is going to score another touchdown. He's going to catch the ball. David Njoku. And you know, Mayfield, I'm not starting him. I have no fantasy. I don't care if I got a guy on a bye week. I'd rather start Derek Anderson right now than any quarterback. For all the good things that famous Jameis did last week, He's going to he's gonna do like famous Jameis does. He's going to give them all back. You can hit me at Michi 108. I don't care. It's what's going to happen. America's team, people. America's team. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, you know what else has to happen for uh, the Buffalo Bills to be a game out of first place this time next week? What's that? The Detroit Lions have to go into the 305 and play the Miami Dolphins and win. Lots of Midwesterners coming down to Florida this weekend. What do you mean coming down? (laughs) They are there. There is a a population in that part of the world that is just not from there. And that's most everybody. I would imagine their native population, like the people who were there 50 years ago. Yeah. You know, you know, a couple hundred, maybe five, six, eight hundred thousand. You know, they got a million, two, three million people there. That place sprawls out, Mm -hmm. sprawls out. But they play in downtown. Did you know they don't play on Miami Beach? They don't play in South Beach. They play in downtown Miami. Where it's going to be hot. And a dome team is going to take on the Dolphins. I asked a week or two ago, I was so high on the Dolphins and the last two weeks I said, no, I've learned my lesson. And this week, the Detroit Lions, who are two and three football team, by the way, um, they're in last place. And they got a new coach, Matt Patricia. And I think that uh, the Detroit Lions, regardless of who's playing quarterback, are going to go on the road and get enough done. And they are going to beat the Dolphins. And I could see a low-scoring game, 23 points to win, 14, maybe 17 for the Dolphins. And this game is a game I'd rather be on South Beach than in downtown Miami. Wow. Did, did you know that Brock Osweiler 
is the starting quarterback again for the Miami Dolphins. Hey, he's one and zero this year. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's and great. It seems like the, is the AFC East the best division in football right now? Uh, I appreciate that. I think you're laughing at me because we all know the AFC North is because, (laughs) you know, you know, America's team is there and they're about to go on a run. Yeah. I wasn't even joking though. I mean, it seems like, you know, the, the, the (laughs) dolphins are surprisingly good. The, the jets aren't out of it. You always have the Patriots. And then once the Derek Anderson era begins in Buffalo, I mean, it's a, it's a four race. It's a four horse race, man. You imagine the odds right now if we went to New Jersey or Las Vegas or an online casino and said, give me Buffalo to win the East. <laughs> uh, America, I want to see hey, all my buddies in the DFS who are listening to this because they're going to copy us for their, 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 their typing content editing over the next couple of days. Check me out. <laughs> check, check Mr. Kilbasa out because we're telling you what's up. I think that, uh, I think that the Dolphins – they lost my interest and they lost my faith a couple weeks ago. I think Bross, the Osweller Times is just going to be exploited by the Detroit Lions. I can see Detroit winning this game and I can see the Dolphins just sucking for another week. I have no trust in any Miami player whatsoever. That's how much of a lesson I've learned. My big and question the- is, do I want to put, I got Carrion Johnson, Dalvin Cook, Jordan Howard, AP. AP's banged up. TJ Yeldon's banged up. So I'm right now, Jordan Howard. I got so I right now I've got I just put Dalvin Cook starting and carry on Johnson starting. I've been moving this around all day, man. So carry on well, Johnson. What do you think? You know, we're gonna pull out the Kansas tape and we're gonna watch backup episodes of Supernatural, man. Carry on Mr. Johnson. My wayward and son. That's it. And then we're gonna have to have a little theme song for him as the program moves forward, you know? <laughs> We'll have to like copy a snippet from Detroit radio and just say, carry on 18 yards, touchdown Detroit, touchdown Detroit. I'm not going to say he's scoring two touchdowns, but much like uh, Sony over there in New England, this kid, Mr. Johnson, is a nice, nice rookie running back. If you got him, you have to start him. I would uh, ask you one question. If you can get Matt Stafford and be happy with 20 points, as a fantasy football replacement, would you start him? If I knew 20 points, I'll take 20 points, man. I haven't scored 20 points in like two or three weeks because of Jared Goff handing the ball off all the time. And I had Philip, uh, Philip, um, what's his nuts from uh, Seattle on the bench the whole time while he's scoring Russell points? Wilson. Russell yeah, Wilson. Oh, yeah. By the way, can I scold you now that I said nice things about America's team? Yeah, go ahead. It was on this program this time last week where I said Russell Wilson, so your WR1 is ready to go. Yeah. And Russell, and you had said something about he's a second-half player. Well, let's consider that Russell Wilson is in the second half of his fantasy football season starting this week, even though it's not. It's week seven. It's, it's the halfway point after it. But if you consider Russell Wilson as a – Guy who is a second-half player, you suffered with him, but you kept him on your roster. We'll get to the Seahawks here in a little bit, but because they're not playing this week. But I know, but they were. Sk- I was skittish, man. Skittish about you never know what's going to happen in England. That's all. Yeah, I but I'm Michi. But I'm Michi, and I told you, <laughs> America. I got my arms up, saying what, what, like some Jerry Seinfeld character. What, what? Right. Yep, I would have had twenty more points. So, 
Good. Hey, oh, thank boy. you. I, I apologize, and I appreciate you for no, standing no, by no me. Apologies. We don't do apologies, man. We just say move on. It's fantasy football, Mr. Kilbasa. You just take notes and move forward. Like we were talking about the guys crying about uh, Alfred Morris last week. I mean, it's funny to me because you can take it that personally that you're going to get so upset and put on a big crybaby show, or you're just going to learn from it and move forward. What Seriously, now, America, you know, humanize yourself. What are you going to do? You're going to break furniture. I know you, Kilbasa. You're yeah. going to break furniture and fry foods. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> I got I got to go against the big daddy and I got I got I got to need a miracle this week and I've got my Russell Wilson's making the question easy because he's on a bye but what about Michi what about Kenny Stills available in 34.9% of the leagues on nfl.com started in 7.4% of the leagues if you have the Osweiler times scoring and the Dolphins like I do scoring 14 points in this game you got to ask yourself, who is scoring a touchdown for Miami? You want to take a flyer? You want to risk your 401k? <laughs> you want to put him in the, you know, or you want that picture, you know, that, that, that player card in the bathroom right there on the mirror looking, smiling back at you. Do not start Kenny Stills this weekend. <laughs> Damn it. Back to the drawing board, Kenny. <laughs> back to the closet under the socks. In and for Detroit, my question is, which of their three wide receivers do you gonna are you gonna say scores a fantasy touchdown this week? Golden they got Tate. three guys, they're on the road, then I don't see a big scoring game, but one of those wide receivers is going to score a touchdown. What do you see? Tate, Jones, or Galladay? Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Golden didn't he go to the University of Notre Dame? Uh, I believe so, yeah. There you go. All right, we're going to take the Golden Domer with the sunshine over his head. I got no trust, but I will say this. Coach Matt Patricia has to win this ballgame, and the Detroit Lions have to win on the road. And I don't trust Brock Osweller, and I'll see you on Miami Beach because I'll be sitting with my sunblock with a hat on, talking to somebody in a language I don't speak, having drinks with rum in them and fruit. I am not watching this football game if I'm in the 305. Muy bueno bebido, amigo. Ahora. Vamos. I wanted, last time I tried that, there was a conversation about guess what country I'm from. Mm. And uh, Not a good game she, to play. She was a lovely girl. She was lovely. She was, lo she was lovely. And uh, I said, uh, I think you're from uh, Los Angeles. And she said, I speak Portuguese. I said, well, you could be from Argentina, but I think you're from Los Angeles. And she looked at me and said, how did you know that I just flew in from Los Angeles? And I was sitting there with the great one, and the great one looked at me. He goes, that's Michi. And then we said, you know, and we had some drinks, and we laughed, and that was that. It's a true story. Bravo. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun in 305 this year. <laughs> you went down at the right time that's for sure well oh, it was beautiful it was beautiful but what's not going to be beautiful is uh the four o'clock games really start picking up and there's another very good game all right can we move the can we move uh, up the road a little bit to baltimore let's go to baltimore <laughs> the new orleans saints are playing the baltimore Ravens. 
Garland Saints a four and one club, man. They're doing pretty well. They are. And, and the Ravens are the thorn in the side of America's team Ugh. in 2018. Because the Ravens are four and two. They got a I think they tied for first place over there. Yeah. And we beat them though. All right, there you go. And this is going to be a nice matchup. The uh, 30 points per game, New Orleans Saints, are playing a team that gives up 11 points per game. Which which levy is going to break? What do you see here? I don't want to say anything good about the Ravens ever. I don't Understood. mind. But the, the Saints D disappointed me early on because I picked them in the draft and they didn't do crap then. Uh, you you cut them. That's not even a bust. You got rid of them fast. Yeah, I did. Um, they're in Baltimore. Drew Brees doesn't care where he's going or what he's doing. They've got Mark Ingram and Elvin Kamara Locke and Michael Thomas. They've got a lot of weapons, man. I, I say Saints roll. I'm saying the Saints roll. Really? Yeah. So if you're a fantasy football player, you're starting Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, both the running backs or just one? I would prefer – I mean, I, I'd pick Kamara if I had to pick one just because you don't know when Mark Mark Ingram's going to get back to speed. Didn't Mark Ingram sing the – Just once can we find a way to murder, feed murder. <laughs> America, that's what happens when Budhead grows older. <laughs> just once. <laughs> oh my god no i think it was his brother oh I think it was his brother damn I think it. it was his brother i always get him confused i i do that you know you it's the ingram name with that particular spelling um you know what whatever but mr ingram is playing and he's uh i believe he's a contract guy and I haven't seen Kamara um, not miss any practices. But in a game like this, um, you know, it's a 50-50 timeshare. And I'd be almost leery to pick one guy over the other against the Ravens. The Ravens' defense is pretty nice. It's going to be a breezy day. And if you lived on the East Coast, you know what breezy means when it says 16 to 20 mile an hour breezes. Oof. About 55 degrees, really nice football weather. And of the two quarterbacks, Mr. Kibasa, I think you know, I think I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Breeze is going to have more fantasy points than Joe Flacco. Would you not say that? Is that yeah, not what I'm, yeah, I'm going to say that because I hope Flacco just doesn't wait. He just, I just hope he just doesn't show up, basically. Wow. Wow. You know, the Ravens, you know, the Ravens are going to beat the Saints on Sunday, right? Okay, I'm I'm going to you want to put a wager up on this? Let's want to make our weekly wager on this instead. Oh, yes sir, let's 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 do it right now. I say the Ravens are going to win this game outright and let's just do it that way. If there's a line or a Las Vegas line, whatever the final line is, it can be applied. I don't care. But I got the Ravens. Okay. Straight up. Or with the line. Is, I don't know what the line what, is. What is the menu item uh, you have in mind, Mr. Kibasa? Let's see. Um... <laughs> hey, can it be uh, Oktoberfest related, please? Sure. Can we drink some beer? Yeah, we need some sort of sausage-based uh, thing. 
I want some sausages. I want some pierogies and I want some sauerkraut and I want some beer. Yeah, that's a good move. Okay, well, right, let, yeah. let's just pick uh, the, the closest Oktoberfest we can find with all three of those things. All right, and if push comes to shove and we pay this stuff off and later in the year, we're doing that in your kitchen. Okay, Oktoberfest lunch. Well, it'll be an all day because we'll have some potatoes to boil. You know, it'll take a little while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, my my and my 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 sauerkraut takes it like a day and a half to cook too. <laughs> so I have to start early on that. Yes, absolutely. Wow, that'd be that delicious. You know who the must start is in this Ravens Saints games for me? Javorius Allen. Very close, but I'm taking the kicker, Mr. Tucker, as being a guy who kicks like three or four field goals, who kicks like three or four extra points. I can see the Ravens winning this game like 28 to 24, perhaps, maybe even less. So Breeze is going to get something. The question is, you know, I'm going to say Michael Thomas, of course, will be the recipient. But Willie Sneed has a little revenge. Willie Sneed might be your sneaky play here. Blind Willie someone's, Sneed. Someone is, someone's 4-OK is riding on Willie Sneed and his player card going up in value. And that would be, you know, a guy to score a touchdown, Breeze to get his. But the high scorer will be the kicker. The Ravens D might uh, get a couple um, interceptions from Mr. Breeze. I can see Mr. Breeze not being Big Ben on the road, but not being the great Drew Breeze on the road. Hmm. Because of the breeze. Drew don't like to play in the breeze breeze. Yeah, they, uh, you see? You see? Perfect. Perfect. The breeze will undo breeze. Well, they call me the breeze. I keep rolling keep moving down the road. Down the road. <laughs> Speaking of moving down the road. Let's move on down the road, Michigan. The Dallas Cowboys are playing at the Washington. Let's call them Redskins. That's their team. Cowboys versus the Indians, friend. One more time. You know, some people have this as like the all-time rivalry yeah, of their a, lives. It's a great of one. Their, of their lives. You know, in this game, we're not going to see Roger Staubach and Billy Kilmer, though. We're not going to see it. I think uh, I owe America and the Dallas Cowboys an apology for all the awful things I said about their coach mm. and their team last week. I said awful things about Ezekiel Elliott last week, mm. and uh, they took care of business over the Jaguars, and I and uh, I apologize. Now they're going to play the Redskins, who are pretty bad, and this game is very important for both teams. Redskins are in first place at 302 and three, excuse me, three up and two down. And believe it or not, the Dallas Cowboys are three and three in a tie with the Eagles. So this could be, uh, this can go a long way into a playoff picture for the Dallas Cowboys if they win. Pivotal. In, in my opinion, fantasy football wise, I'm putting my money on Ezekiel Elliott and I am putting nothing else down. I am taking a nap, and when I wake up, I'm going to find out that Ezekiel Elliott scored me 20-something fantasy points, and the Cowboys managed to win this game 20-17. to 17. Wow. And the Cowboys nation, and will not. I will not be surprised if this game doesn't go to overtime. It's going to be a slug. So much, it's going to be a slobber knocker slugfest. There's, it's just going to be 
20, you know, from the forties to the forties, from the thirties to the thirties, field goals going up, um, missed opportunities on passes. You've seen Alex Smith do nothing but check downs all year. He has still has no one to throw to the Cowboys defense is improved on the flip side. You know, Mr. Prescott played a nice game and I ripped him just, you know, we've been ripping Prescott for a lot of years, a lot of weeks. I like him. I like him as a dude, and the dude had a good game. But the, he is going to do just enough. And fantasy wise, it's really tough pickings here. So again, I'm going to I'm going to pick up Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to start Ezekiel Elliott, and then I'm going to go take. And actually, I'll be on South Beach, so I'll be having drinks with someone who doesn't speak my language. And just checking Ezekiel's scores sometime later that night. And you, like so many people, keep overlooking my man who came off of three injuries last week and rushed for 97 yards. It was quiet because he didn't score any touchdowns, Uh, uh, but he had 97 yards coming off of three injuries. Mr. AP. Adrian Peterson. You can't kill him. He's like a straight six engine, man. You can't kill him. What now? He had an ankle, a shoulder, and something else. Yeah, anything you you name it. His knee. So, you're telling me that the two running backs, the future Hall of Famers, both Peterson and Ezekiel Elliott, are going to be the fantasy players to own in this game? I I think you can't. I think Adrian Peterson wants everybody to keep counting him out, and he's going to keep coming back, man. If he if he continue if he's more healthy than he was last week. Going up against the Cowboys defense, there he's at home. Mm, it's going to be breezy. Mm, Alex Smith can captain check down all day. Mm, it's going to be a good Pretty game. Good stuff. I, might, I might be watching this game. Pretty good stuff there, Mr. Kilboss. Yeah. Here I am sitting on South Beach having beverages, and I should be watching Adrian Peterson and Ezekiel Elliott battle it out. Yeah. It's always good when they – I hope the – I hope they make the Cowboys wear their dark jerseys. Wear the white at home to make the Cowboys wear their dark jerseys because you, you know okay. you know the Flying Savant and Hexy both hate the dark jerseys, and you got to make the Cowboys wear their dark jerseys. You know, can we speak about uh, our man Hex for a moment? Yeah. Our In our league, America, um, our man Hex and our man uh, Machine Boy B were in the hurricane, Hurricane Michael. It is now Thursday, and they are a week plus a day. Neither of those fellows have electricity in their homes. They're alive. Their homes are standing. Their cell phone service is still roaming. There's a mandatory curfew in that area of Florida, and the police are roaming the streets, shining spotlights on your front porch to make sure no one is outside. Our man Hex has been hustling because there is one TV station announcing where the free water is no radio don't ask me how he got tv i'm not sure what that means but that's what he told me must be a a over-the-air station they are wiped out from hurricane michael and i feel that uh the question is this as a as a fantasy football commissioner i looked for some buttons to hold off free agency to give these guys a break I want to know, what have you done, America, in your league, if you have guys or gals in your league from that were affected by either of these hurricanes? Because as commissioner of my league, I could use some advice and see what other people have done as well. I know I tried. didn't try good enough. 
and you know fantasy football as a distraction mr kielbasa you know is all well and good and anyone who plays knows that our friends in florida can use some distraction but we don't want them giving them a game away either you know what i mean yeah you can you can make a move on their behalf if uh you had to right i mean if they if they uh, texted I, you and said hey i need to make these moves and i can't do it myself oh i do that all the, I, I have no you know what you guys don't know is that everyone in our league i have you know commissioner privileges are everyone's privileges we are you know no one abuses anything so you know you can go in and press any damn button you want huh you could uh you can go change anybody's roster anytime you want but you know we don't abuse that and none of our guys are going to so if you know if ever you got a call from one of the guys saying hey i need some help i can't get to the you know I can't get online, but I can make a call. You can go in there and change any button you want, man. No question. America, I have faith in my league mates. I got one of the best fantasy football leagues going. And as a consequence, I'm here on this podcast sharing some love. Hey, can I share some big love with you, Mr. Kilbasa? Let's in a do it. Game? Let's do it. Da, 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 da. The 6-0 and Rams are playing the heartbreak 49ers. You saw the way the 49ers lost last Oh, week. that was a tough. They played a great game. I mean, you, you, and everybody knew when they gave the ball back to the, the Packers, <laughs> it was over with. But, man, they almost they almost pulled it off. They played a hard they, And this, uh, this Matt Breida kid ain't bad. The C.J. Beathard, hey. He's got he's, he's uh, got some potential. And and the the Rams are going up to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I have uh, I've thought long and hard about the undefeated Rams in this game and playing the one in five 49ers. And you know what I've come up with here? What's that? On paper, this is a one sided game. On paper, the Rams stay undefeated. And on paper, Nick Bonacani gets off his easy chair and starts bitching and moaning that the Dolphins of 72 are the only undefeated team. <laughs> That's what's going to happen on paper. But. In this game, I'm going to say the 49ers beat the Rams 34 to 29. And there will be fantasy boys and girls aplenty in this game. How about that, Mr. Kilbasa? Okay, I'm ready because one of them better be Jared Goff and the other one better be Robert Woods because I got all my chips on the table for him right now, whether I need to or well, not, because my Seattle Seahawks are on by. Yeah, your Seattle Seahawks, uh, their owner passed, Mr. Allen. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to – that tells me one thing. I was right to say that the head coach over there is not going to be the head coach next year. The people who own that team are not going to be the same people. Coach Carroll, God bless you. It's nice knowing you. Wow. And, uh, boy, you heard it here first now, didn't you, Mr. Kilbasa? I got to put that one up on Twitter. I had a couple good ones for Twitter this week, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> Oh, my God, they're going to love me or hate me. But in this 49er game against the Rams, for me, Todd Gurley, again, is the best player in football. Um, I Which like is not good news for me. No, 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 no. Not if you're playing against them. If you got him on your team, it's brilliant because Gurley, again, will probably lead most quarterbacks to certainly lead the running backs. He's going to score points. He's going to score touchdowns. And I like Mr. Zerline, their uh, booming of a late kicker coming back to health. That'll add a little six points, maybe nine points to the Rams total because and your fantasy totals. And Jared Goff, you have him on your team, don't you? Yeah, and I'm starting him. 
He's you gotta, have to start him. He's, they got to quit running. They got to quit running in the red zone, man. <laughs> For me, they've been running. Well, they've been running in the red zone all the time, and I'm not getting my touchdowns. That's the problem. Now, would you be happy if Jared Goff threw for two touchdowns in 280 yards with no interceptions? Um, that's. I mean, I'm going to have to be that's happy with 12, that. That's that's like 12 plus 10, 20 something fantasy points. No, because you want Robert Woods to get the two touchdowns, right? And Goff to throw for 400 and some odd yards, and Gurley to get 89 and a touchdown, yeah. which is still superior fantasy production. You know, in this game, I can see the 49ers outscoring the Rams. That kid Beathard to the wide, either wide receiver, but Goodwin, it is Goodwin. There's, yeah, it is. It's Goodwin. He come back with a fury. And that kid is as fast as anyone in football. You can see the Rams and their beat up secondary getting beat over the top. If I had a question to ask you, CJ Beathard or Jared Goff, who is scoring more fantasy points this week? I what it, who would you take? It better be Jared freaking Goff, dude. It better be. Beathard had a great game last week. He's gonna throw three interceptions. I'd take the Rams defense against him. All right. All right. I think the Rams now Rams defense have been very much underachieving. But if for me, if there's going to be an upset here, that's how it's going to happen. Beathard is going to have a great game. Goodwin's going to have a great game. Pierre Garçon's have a good game. And how about let's talk about it now. Alfred Morris last week being benched as being a prime fantasy player. Number one, Matt Breida supposedly as banged up as any player in football playing a great game and uh, the third running back the guy who actually played i've never heard of before alfred mars sits the bench you won your fantasy game many people in america complained that they lost their fantasy game and the coach in the 49ers ain't fooling around he's trying to win ball games so i'm picking up brita if i have uh if I have him available, he is actually available in our league because he got cut in a bye week crunch. Mm. And if someone wants, you know, I'm going to let, I think I want one of the, uh, one of the hurricane teams to have a chance to pick him up before I go snoop him up. But I'm playing win winning fantasy football. And if Breida becomes available, I'm playing him. And a game where there's going to be points scored against the Rams, the wide receivers again. I like, I like the tight end Kittle. You straightened me out last week. He's going to have a – he could score a touchdown and be a double-digit fantasy guy. Why a Lots Kittle? Of points. Yes. Lots of points here. Lots of points here and a big upset. There will be no undefeated teams after seven weeks, and Nick Bonacani can go back, sit in his easy chair, and watch replays of 1972. Get your champagne out, old guys. going to do it again. You heard it here first from Michi. I wholeheartedly disagree. No, <laughs> but, but hey, man, we only got two games left, right? So let's uh, finish them off here. Dun, 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 dun. How about Sunday night football being a good product after all these years? Finally. Last week, Kansas City, the Patriots, we were all over that game. Great football game. This week, the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to Kansas City to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Both teams are in first place. Cincinnati's lost twice this year. And then you, we all know what happened. New England won last week. If there wasn't uh, a couple games earlier that were compelling, this would be 
you know, the compelling game of, of the weekend. Mr. Kilbasa, straight up, I'm not joking. More fantasy points. AJ Green or Tariq Hill? Tariq Hill every all day. More fantasy points. Mr. Mixon or Mr. Hunt? Hunt all day. Wow. More fantasy points. Mr. Dalton or Mr. Mahomes? Mahomes all day. I'm going all Chiefs on this one. I'm I'm looking for the Bengals to choke on it. Chiefs are used to they I can't how did the Chiefs get two Sunday nighters in a row? Um by being the hottest um, team in America? You know, I uh I I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. There are smart people making those decisions. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And they can tweet me at at Michi 108, all you smart smart programming people. Because Kansas City at home is going to be in for a tough game. I think this is going to be a really nice football game. And you can see Kansas City scoring 37 points. You can also see, in my opinion, Cincinnati scoring 31 points. Out of all the guys we mentioned, I think Mr. Mixon, the running back in Cincinnati, is going to be the big dog in this game. Yes, more fantasy points than my main man, Kareem Hunt. Sorry, Mr. Hunt. I love you. I'm going to tweet at you later today. But fantasy-wise, I like mixing a lot here, Mr. Kilbasa. Yes, I do. Well, so does everybody else. Yeah. You like him more than Kareem. Man, the, I don't know. The Chiefs are just they are tough. But I guess their defense isn't. So it could well, be a shootout. The defense is not so bad. Their defense is not so bad. The Cincinnati defense is not so bad. But, again, I'm thinking both teams are scoring 30-some-odd points. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see we were so right about Mr. Boyd in Cincinnati. I think I – think, Amongst ourselves, we said Boyd will have a touchdown before halftime last week and in one of our matchups, and he had two touchdowns by halftime. Real deal. Real deal. I can see him with a touchdown in 80 yards. Super fantasy production. Um, I like uh, A.J. Green so much. You know, I can see him getting maybe even close to 20 fantasy points this weekend. Man. And I think I think he can outpoint um, – What's his nickname? Cheetah. Cheetah, Mr. Hill. Mm. And it's going to be one of them scoring games. If you got skilled players on Cincinnati, go, go for it. Andy Dalton, to me, is going to be a guy who is going to put up enough fantasy points to be a player in a bye week. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, Mahomes is a must-start. Hunt is a must-start. Hill is a must-start. Kelsey is a must-start. And their kicker is a must start what do you say mr kilbasa yeah and i i hope that you everybody is that puts their faith in the Bengals is disappointed on sunday night all in, right in a very very hostile environment of kansas city is that that's kansas city missouri isn't it yes yes it's, i understand it's a great place i haven't been there I hear it's a great place. I haven't either. Let's take a look at the weather. Let's see what it's going to be like here. It's going to be a nice day in, in Kansas City. Is it? For football, There's yes. There's not going to be 400-mile-an-hour 400 winds? I'm for... to understand that it's going to be a nice day for football. I'm, I, I think that we're going to see a nice night for football as well. Okay. I what, wish my what, my uh, I prefer... weather page isn't loading like it should. Oh, wait. Here uh, it I is. Press... Sunday night, sunny and 57. Perfect. Oh, man, it's going to be a perfect day for football. Okay, there you dun, go. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, you know what's going to be more perfect than Sunday night football? What's that, Michi? 
Monday night football <laughs> at the Georgia Dome where the New York football giants play the Atlanta Falcons. Do you know why it's going to do you know why, Mr. Kibasa, it's going to be better than the game on Sunday night? I have a feeling, but uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us, Mishy? Chick-fil-A is going to do bang-up business. <laughs> Everyone at that game will be eating Chick-fil-A to the detriment of the other food vendors. Mm. And Chick-fil-A. And if I'm a, you know, if I'm a planner and a party planner, which I can be known to do is plan a party or two. You've done it. I would say we got to load up on the chicken because, boy, if I was going to this game, I'd be every TV extended TV timeout. I'm, you know, where's my chicken sandwich? Where's my, I'm buying chicken sandwiches for the whole row. <laughs> That's a hey, those aren't cheap, man. Doesn't matter. Doesn't they're available? And there's a foot, pro football game in Atlanta, and we're eating chicken sandwiches. From Chick-fil-A, by the way. Yeah, the, arguably and, the best chicken sandwich in the game. You know, we are. Uh, we have to go back to the Chick-fil-A menu um, for one of our upcoming wagers because I don't get enough Chick-fil-A, and it's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's because, you know the Atlanta Falcons are a two-win team, two and four? That's too bad, man. Uh, it's too bad. You want to hear what's worse? Yes. The G-Men are one and five. Oh, and they, uh, you don't know what you're going to get. The rookie, Shaquan Barkley, boy, is he looking like a steal as, and the best running back. Out of a couple good rookie running backs, this guy is nice. Fantasy football-wise, you know, you trust him right now. And there's no reason. He's a high draft pick, and he's been performing, rookie of the year, all that. All that. And yet, the New York media will give the Giants crap for not taking a quarterback. That's about right. That is absolute, and it is a, you know, you can't see the forest from the trees sort of thing. But to that point, at what point do the Giants go into tank mode? Is it too early? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If they can win three games in a row, they're right back in this. So okay. they got to win. Right. If they lose, the, if they lose this 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 week, then. Yeah, you got to seriously think about it. who's their backup anyway. Who's Eli's backup? Do they have it? They Graham. don't even have a f- future quarterback, do they? Um, yeah, his name is Lorenetta, and he's a kid. But really, it's more like Grandma's back there, and we're not going to see Grandma play. Oh, gotcha. Okay, and it is that uh, the funny thing about Eli this week is if you're looking for a replacement quarterback, I think Eli Manning is a guy to get. Because the Atlanta defense is is no good. And it's a Monday night football game. And I can see the Falcons scoring 41 points to the Giants putting up around 31. 10-point win, but touchdowns being played because I don't think either defense is good enough. So who am I saying? I'm saying, yeah, if you need some love, find Brother Eli Manning this week. That means either... Odell Beckham will be the good Beckham or the evil Beckham. And this week I got Odell Beckham being a very good Odell Beckham. In fact, my nether, my other or my next, probably my last, who would you rather uh, start? Who's going to get more fantasy points is this, Mr. Gilbasa. More fantasy points, Julio Jones or Odell Beckham on Monday night? 
I'm going to go with Julio Jones this week because he, he bought me, he just bought me lunch at the Rusty Nail. So I'm going to return the favor and go with him this week. And he's week. still, what he's, they say he's on pace for 2,000 yards and he still has zero touchdowns. Crazy. I'm going to, I'm going to say fantasy wise, Odell Beckham scores two touchdowns, two touchdowns. That's what makes Eli someone to pick up. And I would, I would put a little bit of faith in Mr. Shepard. Um, Sterling Shepard of the Giants to have a good game. I don't think the Falcons can stop anyone. And on the flip side, on the flip side, Matt Ryan is going to have a nice game playing against the Giants. You can see him scoring three, throwing and or scoring. I'm not sure yet. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. 18 fantasy points in our league for Matt Ryan. And that goes with a boatload, a boatload, a boatload of yards. But I have a question about to you. Now that Devontae Freeman is out for the season, would you rather start Mr. Coleman or Mr. Ito Smith, fantasy-wise, from the Falcons' backfield? Mm. Hmm. Because what I'm really getting at is Ito Smith is available all over as a free agent. Mm -hmm. He might be the last running back to pick up as a free agent on your waiver wire. And... Get it while you can, if you still can. And the idea that uh, Ito is the goal line guy, I kind of like Ito Smith as a very sneaky play for the daily players and for people who are in a pinch because it's a bye week. What do you think about that, Mr. Kilbasa? So you're saying Tevin Coleman never should have even suited up this year I'm after saying his one-day game. I'm saying Tevin Coleman's going to get the ball from the 20 to the 20. And when they're in the red zone, Ito Smith is getting the ball. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So Ito is the touchdown maker, whereas Coleman is just going to be used, I think, again, as a 2020 guy. Um, And the other guy I like uh, very much in this game is the tight end from the Atlanta Falcons. Austin Hooper. In America... It goes like this. Hooper drives the boat, Chief. And Austin Hooper is a tight end in a bye week, you Jimmy Graham owners, who you want to pick up Hooper because Hooper drives the boat, Chief. And fantasy-wise, he is my trickiest of tricky tight end replacements. And you had to wait all the way to Monday night to hear it, Mr. Kilbasa. Wow. Say it with me one time. Hoopa drives the boat, Chief. Hoopa? You mean Mr. Hoopa's grocery store on Sesame Street? Is that who you're talking about? (laughs) No. (laughs) We're talking about that great summer blockbuster from way back when, Jaws. Oh, that I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen Jaws. I'm I'm ashamed to admit that. Is it too scary for you? (laughs) Help me out. Don't let me Kettlebells and leotards? Is it too scary for you, young man? What? It's one of those, I guess, you know, there's so many movies that I haven't seen. It's a shame. I understand. I understand. Mr. Kilbasa, that's week seven. Wow. In the National Football League. I want to say to everyone, keep scouting. Happy scouting. And I thank you for listening to uh, Mishy108 here in the Sausage Hut. Mishy108 on Twitter. That's where you can Mr. find Kibasa, him. Mr. Kibasa, thank you very much. Everyone, enjoy your football. Enjoy your fantasy football. See you soon. Remember, 
fantasy football championships aren't won in the draft. They're won on the waiver wire, and they're won on the Sausage Hut Sports Radio Network, everybody. Thanks a lot, Mitchie. Thanks for the tips. Hope, I hope uh, I win this week, and I hope you lose, because that's what oh. we need to happen. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you next week in the Sausage Hut Radio Network, everybody. Dun, dun, dun.